before the goodness starts flowing, I want to welcome you to the STR Sisterhood, real life stories from real life women in the short-term rental industry. I'm your host, Stacey St. John, ex-corporate girl who discovered how to replace her six-figure salary through short-term rentals and who now has the pleasure of helping others do the same. On this show, we talk to real women in the short-term rental space about their journeys and how they've managed to turn their STR dreams into reality. If you're an ambitious woman who's looking to build a successful short-term rental business, you are in the right place, sister. Welcome to another episode of the STR Sisterhood. I'm your host, Stacey St. John, and as always, I am so darn grateful to spend a few minutes with you today. Thanks so much for having me into your home. Now, before we dive into today's episode, you know it, girl, I am going to share a quote that I recently saw that resonated with me, and this quote says, you are more powerful than you know, you are beautiful just as you are. Those amazing words come to us from musician Melissa Etheridge. Now, in this episode, I am giving you a behind-the-scenes look into an issue I recently encountered in my short-term rental business. And my friends, this issue was a costly one. I won't bore you with sharing all the headache and stress it put me through, But my friends, this had a true dollar impact in my business, more than $10,000 lost in revenue because of this very issue. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. All right, my friends, I am going to walk you through a recent experience of mine that cost me more than $10,000 in my short-term rental business. And I'm sharing this because it's my sincerest hope that by learning what happened to me, you can put appropriate measures in place to prevent this same instance or this same challenge from happening to you. The one thing I want to share with you that is critically important before we dive in is that it is absolutely essential that you have your finger on the pulse of your short-term rental business. And by that, I mean making sure that you are Staying in touch, not only with your guests, but when red flags start occurring in your business. Okay, so let's dive into the situation. What started occurring this past fall in my short-term rental business was that I was getting notifications from my credit card processor that some recent credit card charges from our guests were being disputed. And what was occurring was that folks had gotten their hands on stolen credit cards. They were coming to our website and they were booking stays at our website. And then the rightful owner of the credit card would break out their monthly statement and see a charge from us 
and of course call their bank and say, hey, you know, I never traveled. I never went to Myrtle Beach. This is a scam. So what I discovered was that although I had all kinds of proof saying that this specific individual had booked a stay with us, that I had all of their stay details. I had their signed rental agreement. I had all of the messages to and from the guest. What I discovered was that unless I could prove that that specific person was the person who charged the stay and who stayed at my properties, I was up, you know what, creek. Okay. Now, let me back up and say that if you have a single family home, oftentimes you can place ring cameras on the exterior of your home so that you can record, obviously, the photos of people as they are entering your property. Since a lot of my properties in Myrtle Beach are condos, and located within resorts, I actually am prohibited from having ring cameras on the exterior of my doors. So I am not able to place cameras to be able to say, this is the photo of the person who entered the property and be able to match it to the photo of the credit card holder. So Again, um, this might be a, a limiting splicket series of unfortunate events, but I just want to call out the importance and the need for ring cameras if you have a property that is not a condominium that you can place a ring camera or a series of ring cameras outside your property, I highly recommend you do so. Okay, so again, what was occurring was folks would go to my website, they would request to book, we would, of course, screen the guests and ask them why they're coming to visit, who all is uh, traveling with them, why they're coming to the area and where they're from. And they would come, they would check in to our property, they would enjoy their vacation. And then the following month, or sometimes even the following week or weeks later, I would receive a dispute notification from my credit card processor. So with that dispute notification, I would download all of the information for that specific guest's stay from my property management software. I would respond to the dispute and lo and behold, Every stinking time, I was not winning these disputes. I was losing them. And I kept thinking, how on earth am I losing these disputes? I can absolutely show that this credit card was used to book my property, right? And so I'm sharing this again so that you can make sure as you see red flags occurring in your business that you can uh, put measures in place rapidly to 
stop the bleeding, number one, but then number two, to mitigate this issue from the get-go. So what was occurring was that, yes, I had absolute proof that these credit cards were being utilized to book my property, but I did not have proof that the person who utilized the credit card was the credit card holder, okay? So what I want to share with you is that it is critically important, I have discovered, to have a system in place so that you can verify the identity of the person who books your property. Now, one of the strategies I have implemented in my business is using a third-party company named Superhog. And what Superhog will do is they will partner with you to, again, make sure you've got the proper protocols and processes in your business, and they take care of that verification and validation with your guest. So you can set different parameters whereby your guest has to take a picture of themselves holding their ID and submit it. You can also obviously have different scenarios where you are requiring a security deposit from your guest. There are different protocols that Superhog goes through to validate that the credit card being used was not part of any sort of data leak or fraudulent credit card database. So Having the proper systems in place to not only screen your guests, which is what we were doing, but also verify their identity is a game changer. Had I had that in place in my business, I absolutely believe that I could have avoided losing more than $10,000. And you might go, well, wait a minute, how did you lose more than $10,000? Well, We've got rental revenue that's being peeled back. We also still have the credit card fees, of course, that I'm being charged. We also have cleaning fees. I had people actually come and stay in the properties. I'm still having to pay the cleaners and the inspectors and the damage protection waiver for that particular stay, but I didn't get paid a stinking dime from those days. So I lost money hand over fist. So number one, I think it's critically important that you have third-party software to be able to verify and validate your guest's identity. Now, I am using Superhog in my business. I know there are other providers out there that do the same thing. And I will drop a link to Superhog in the show notes. If you do not have a company in place right now, please, please, please protect yourself and utilize their services. Number two, the other thing that I have recognized is that within my property management software, I can actually see when someone is entering multiple credit cards. So what I discovered was that these folks who were booking with fraudulent credit cards We're trying number after number after number after number, trying to get them to work. 
I think there were instances where the credit card company would recognize, hey, this you know, particular credit card has been part of a data breach and it would decline the card. And so they would just go on to the next card. And so if you are utilizing a property management software that gives you access to this information, I encourage you to check that early and often, okay? This would occur if you have a direct booking or if you are API connected and utilizing Verbo or any other booking platform where you're processing your own credit cards. So log into your property management software and understand if they have tried to use multiple credit cards to book their stay. Now, We've all had it where, you know, our credit card for one reason or another gets declined. Oftentimes when we're making online purchases, this can be something that our credit card companies actually do to help protect us. And yes, it can be annoying. And yes, it can be frustrating, especially when you're in line at the store if it's not an online purchase and you've got to call your bank and say, hey, I'm sitting here at the register and I'm trying to check out and my card is being declined. Oftentimes, again, they are doing that to have protective measures put in place. So what I'm saying to you is if you see that in your property management software where someone's card was initially declined and they put in another card, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're utilizing a fraudulent card. But what I can say is that if the billing address is different for the second or the third or the fourth credit card that they're using, that can be a huge red flag. As you well know, most of us live in one place and have our credit cards tied to our home address. And what I have discovered by obviously digging into this and putting all the, the metrics in place to prevent this from happening again, that these criminals were actually putting in a new credit card with a completely different billing address in a completely different state. Okay, from South Carolina to New Hampshire to Delaware to Maryland to Florida to Louisiana. Well, folks, you know as well as I do that that is probably a situation where someone is not being on the straight and narrow. And um, chances are they do not have all those separate billing addresses. And so, again, that can be an indicator that you have a problem on your hands. So what do you do if you look in your property management software, if you look to see that, hey, you know, this particular guest had to use four different credit cards in order to get an authorization to book my property. Now I'm concerned that I have a fraud on my books. Okay. Well, first and foremost, I would make sure again, that you've got guest verification software or a platform like Superhog on your side. If you do not have them in place, get them in place right away. 
then you can reach out to your guest and say, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Guest, you know, I noticed that you recently booked our property. We're so excited to host you. We have just engaged a new third-party platform to help validate your information to make sure we don't have any hiccups for your stay and obviously send them down the process of that guest verification. Now, chances are, if they are booking with a fraudulent credit card, they're probably going to cancel, okay? And you want that because you don't want a scenario where they actually come stay at your property and then obviously that money gets clawed back from you. So there is never the best time other than now to start this process, okay? If you don't have the ability to utilize a third-party software like Superhog, I would encourage you to build your own process so that you are requesting the guest submit a copy of their ID and a selfie. So it would be a situation where you are asking them to send a picture of them holding their driver's license. And you want to make sure that the picture on the driver's license matches the picture of the person holding it. And that same name on the driver's license is the name on the credit card. Okay. So that can be a way, even without a third party in place, that you can validate the identity of your guest. Now, I have to tell you, some guests are not going to be excited about this. They are going to start asking questions. They're not going to want to submit through email because email can be breached, of course. And so you're going to want to make sure that you have uh, safety protocols from an internet perspective to be able to capture that ID and selfie in a safe and secure manner. Now, another trend that I did notice with these fraudulent bookings was they were all primarily last minute bookings. So these were not guests that were booking, you know, six, eight, 10 months in advance. They were booking to check in the following day or sometimes even the same day. And so, again, make sure as you are developing your own protocols to verify your guest's identity, that you leave yourself enough time to be able to do so. So again, I was noticing, hey, these people are putting in multiple credit card numbers with multiple street addresses, and they were often checking in either the same day or the following day. Hey there, STR sisters. It's your girl Stacy here bringing you the game changer for your short-term rental business cleaning, and it is called Turno. Ladies, we are all in the business of creating unforgettable guest experiences. And guess what? It starts with spotless properties. That's why I'm thrilled to introduce you to Turno. This amazing tool is all about taking the stress out of your turnover process. And here's the kicker. Turno aligns with your booking calendar for flawless scheduling. You can say goodbye to missed cleanings and hello to pristine properties. 
the auto payments, photo checklists, and problem reporting features, they are just cherries on top. And all of your communication, well, it's streamlined into one convenient app, keeping you and your cleaners perfectly in sync. Now, just for you, here's an exclusive offer. Sign up for Turno through turno.com backslash STR sisterhood. Connect with the cleaner, complete a cleaning, and you will snag a $150 Amazon gift card. It's time to experience the ease and efficiency that Turno brings to your STR business. Again, go to turno.com backslash STR sisterhood, and let's transform your cleaning process into a smooth, stress-free experience. And I also just want to share a huge thank you to Turno for sponsoring this episode and for helping STR owners everywhere achieve cleaning and hosting perfection. So what happens if you suspect that your guest has utilized a fraudulent credit card for your stay? Well, first and foremost, if you suspect that, I would absolutely encourage you to cancel that booking. And you might go, oh, wait a minute, I'm going to get penalized. My friends, this is not happening on Airbnb. Airbnb processes the credit cards on your behalf. This is happening for direct bookings, okay? So you don't have the same cancellation fears with a direct booking, And I highly encourage you, if you suspect that you have a fraudulent booking on your hands, go ahead and cancel it because what is going to happen is that guest is going to come stay at your property and you're going to give away that stay for free because the rightful owner of that credit card will see it on their credit card statement, they're going to call their bank, they're going to say this is a fraudulent charge. So if you don't cancel it, you're going to have the situation where you've let someone stay in your property, and you still don't get paid for it. And oh, by the way, you're still going to have to pay for the cleaners and the inspectors and the damage protection from that specific stay. So I highly, highly encourage you, if you suspect a fraudulent charge on your on your books, go ahead and cancel that guest. Now, I also want to encourage you, if you don't have guest screening questions in place in your business, absolutely 100% put them in place right now. You need to have a set of questions to ask your guests to understand why they're coming into town. That will not, unfortunately, prevent them from utilizing or not utilizing a fraudulent credit card, but it is also something that when you have conversation with guests, you can get a sense of, If they're a stand-up person, a lot of people will also go to social media to look up the specific guest who wants to stay at your property. You know, there are different protocols you can put in place in your business, but you absolutely want to make sure that you are screening your guests and also verifying and validating their identity. You also want to trust your gut in these scenarios. 
I can't encourage you enough to obviously have processes in your business, to have standard operating procedures for how we're screening guests with questions and also how we are verifying their identity. But most importantly, if you suspect there is something awry, chances are that is your good old intuition kicking in. And I would encourage you to trust your gut. Okay. All right. Let's talk through where we've gone from here. So I've put Superhog in place in my business. I have continued to train my concierge team on strategies to identify if someone may be potentially utilizing a fraudulent credit card. They now know how to check the property management system to know if and when multiple credit cards are being attempted when the booking process is occurring. But what have we done? Well, we have filed a police report. We are hoping that in some way, shape, or form, we can not only recover these stolen funds because they are stolen, they've been stolen from us, But I think most importantly, it's my hope that these folks are caught so they stop committing this crime to hardworking hosts like you and me. So we have gathered all the evidence, all the communications to and from each guest. I spent uh, the afternoon last week with Officer Schott, and Officer Schott was taking the appropriate details down to file the police report. And it was interesting because I was mentioning, well, I have their email address, officer. Shouldn't we be able to tie in the owner of that email address? And he said, well, Stacy, you know, anyone can create an email address. It doesn't necessarily mean that the owner of the card was the owner of that email address. Um, And so again, even if you've got a credit card charge where it looks as though, let's say, Stacey St. John is the owner of uh, or the holder of the credit card, and maybe the email address is stacystjohn at hotmail.com, whatever the case might be, what the officer was saying is anybody can create that email address. And so Don't be fooled by seeing, oh gosh, well, the email address matches the name on the credit card. I should be fine. Okay. The other thing that I mentioned to the officer when I was placing the police report was that I have their phone number, right? We have texted them. And so shouldn't that be a help in this investigation? And what I learned from the police officer was that anyone can go purchase a phone at Kroger, at Walmart, at Walgreens. It's a prepaid phone that these criminals are using. They are not utilizing their iPhones that are tied to their name and number to be booking these fraudulent stays. Now, I've always known, obviously, you can buy a prepaid phone, but I guess what was eye-opening to me that this is a true 
criminal ring, a true criminal activity, unfortunately, that is impacting my business, right? And, you know, you can sit here and say all day long, oh, gosh, something like that would never happen to me. Well, let me tell you, my friends, I had no idea that something like this could happen to me. And so just know that, again, just because they have an email address or just because they have a phone number tied to their reservation does not mean that you can continue to get a hold of them after their stay has been completed. Again, if you are in a non-condo building, if you have a single family home, I would highly encourage you to have security cameras on the exterior of your property so that you can make sure that you are monitoring who is entering and exiting your property. I also want to encourage you from a security measure that you are utilizing smart locks that can be programmed so that with each turnover, that combination to enter the property changes so that again, you mitigate the risk of someone having access to your property beyond their reservation. Unfortunately, when there are criminals booking your property, you just don't know what they're going to do. So making sure again, you've got security cameras on the exterior of your property, but also that you're using smart locks is really, really important. Again, consider requiring a government-issued ID, not only for the person who's booked your property, but for all guests. That can also be a deterrent. And we also have to balance, obviously, you know, making our guests jump through hoops to come and stay with us. That can bleed into a not-so-great guest experience. So find the balance in your business. What may be right for you may not be right for someone else, but finding the the proper balance in your business so that you're mitigating risks, but also protecting yourself from massive losses in revenue is critically, critically important. So I hope that, you know, this unfortunate situation that has impacted me, I hope that by sharing it with you, you can take measures right now to prevent this from happening. If you don't have property management software that allows you to look at the credit card uh, charges or the, the number of credit cards that have been attempted for a specific reservation, I would highly encourage you to look at putting that in place or getting a property management software that allows you to do that. If you are not utilizing a third-party guest verification platform like Superhog, I would absolutely encourage you to do that. Beyond that, if you are not utilizing security cameras in your properties, I would highly encourage you to place security cameras on the exterior of your property. Now, when you place those security cameras, my friends, you always want to be sure to disclose that in your listings. You don't want to surprise guests with those exterior security cameras. Make sure that they are listed very clearly in your listings. Also, make sure that you have smart locks for your properties 
and consider requiring a government-issued ID for all guests who are staying in your property, not just the booker. And that, my friends, I hope will help you prevent situations like this from occurring in your own business. I hope that this will help you keep making sure that your direct booking strategy is at the forefront of your business. And I will share with you, I had to put my direct booking strategy on hold until I stopped the bleeding. Okay. So direct bookings were a huge priority for me going into 2024. Well, the whole last quarter of 2023, I was putting measures in place to stop the bleeding in my business. Now, at the beginning of 2024, I can say onward and upward. I've got the right right partners by my side, the right protocols in place to protect my business and make sure I can maximize the success of my direct booking strategy. Okay, my friends, as always, let me know if this is helpful. You know, I always want to make sure I'm sharing content that is going to be most helpful for you and impact your business in the most positive way. Now, before you go, you know it, I want to share a quick shout out to the amazing women inside the Female Short-Term Rental Investors Facebook group just a few hours ago. Sarah Joe posted, I'm trying out Stessa to do my bookkeeping for last year. I'm having a hard time figuring out how to categorize some of the expenditures. I tried looking at Stessa for more info, but didn't see any training. If you use Stessa, how did you learn what to input? And already we've had so many women chime in, but Bonnie Vitovic had an amazing answer. She said, many of my bookkeeping clients who originally did their own bookkeeping before hiring us have relied on this book to help them navigate the particular accounting and tax nuances of the short-term rental industry. And it's called Every Airbnb Hosts Tax Guide. Bonnie, thank you so much for sharing that. I've never seen that book and I will definitely check it out. All right, my friends, I hope this episode was helpful. It's not one that is uh, particularly enlightening or encouraging, but I hope that, again, by learning the issue that I had in my business, you can prevent it from occurring in yours. Definitely keep me posted. Let me know if this was helpful, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. I'll see you soon. Hey sister, thanks for listening to the podcast. I wanted to let you know about a free resource my team is providing, the STR Success Blueprint Strategy Session. If you're looking to take your STR business to the next level, or heck, even just get it started, this free one-on-one is something you won't want to miss. You'll discover new tools for your STR business and outline an action plan that will help you achieve your goals and reverse engineer your STR success. This session is your chance to get the help you need to succeed. Schedule your free STR Success Blueprint Strategy Session right now by visiting stacystjohncom backslash success.